0: Haunting of Haunted House Chapter 3 As we join our troubled family, mm. Betty and Dennis are already mm. deep in the throes of passion. Mm. Betty's legs wrap around Dennis, pulling him closer.
1: Dennis, when I'm with you, I feel so alive.
0: Ironic choice of words, doll face.
1: Sorry. It's just, since you, no other man has left me, you know, satisfied.
0: I have that effect on women, Mm. dead or alive.
1: But Dennis, why did you wait so long to contact me? What do you mean? I mean, We left this house years ago. I haven't seen you in nearly a decade, and now, out of nowhere, you call me back?
0: I couldn't live without you, dollface.
1: I get that. But why wait so long? Why now?
0: I don't know. It just felt right, I guess. Oh. Perhaps Betty expected to hear something more. Nonetheless... Their passion resumed. Meanwhile, inside the house, Ed and Opie are still in awe of the unexpected, otherworldly resurrection of Benjamin the Butler, who seems to be in some sort of denial with his new paranormal form.
1: So you're a ghost now? A ghost? Heavens no.
0: No, you're definitely a ghost.
1: Certainly, I've collected a few more wrinkles since last we met, but hardly a ghost. Now, who would like something to eat? You're butlering us from
0: beyond the grave.
1: Sirs, I assure you, I am perfectly fine.
0: Then how do you explain the fact that you're transparent? And, oh by the way, floating?
1: Floating over your own dead body? I think you both need to have a seat and relax. Ever since Master Opie's attempted manslaughter, you've both been a bit rumpled. <laughs> rumpled.
0: Ah, uh, it was a misunderstanding, Benjamin.
1: Think nothing of it. Now, let's put an end to this whole ghost business. There are no ghosts here. Mm -hmm -hmm. You know, he's got a point, son.
0: Dad, he was literally hovering over his own dead body. He's a ghost, and Betty and I have already had a close encounter with the ghosts from our past. Here I was, delighted the family finally had returned home. But before Benjamin
1: could even warm us some tea, you whack him on the head with a candlestick. I raised you better than to murder someone like that.
0: It wasn't murder. And I mean really, who sneaks up on someone like that in a haunted house?
1: Haunted house? Master Opie, I've already told you.
0: (laughs) Enough, okay? Something really sinister is going on here, and I'm telling you, this house is haunted.
1: Haunted? Haunted by who? Well, you now, technically. Preposterous. And if you're still unconvinced, I can prove it to you. How so? Master Ed, if you'll follow me.
0: Ed eyes Opie suspiciously, then follows him to the corner of the room, to the fireplace, when Opie's phone begins ringing. Oh no, Elaine. And not just this call, but a dozen missed texts. An angry, even suspicious girlfriend was the last thing he needed right now. Uh, hey, babe.
1: Where have you been? I've been trying to get a hold of you for an hour.
0: Well, you see... As Opie begins to explain, Benjamin moves to the foot of the fireplace.
1: Master Ed, do you see this brick here? I do. Do you make anything of it? It's a fine brick. It's far more than that, Master Ed. You see, this house existed long before you arrived and has gone on long after you left. It holds many secrets. Dark secrets. Evil secrets.
0: Okay, evil secrets? About a brick? Benjamin snarls devilishly.
1: You see, this brick is no brick at all. It's a key. A key? Indeed. And what is it keys do? They open doors. Quite right, Master Ed. Use the key.
0: And with that, Ed's trembling hand reaches out and presses the brick. In the blink of an eye, the fireplace begins to spread open.
1: Okay, whoa, I didn't know about this. It opened right up. Like some kind of door. Then surely you didn't know what lies behind the door. Door!
0: Benjamin shoots forward, soaring right over Ed's head, grabbing him by the shoulders and dragging him down a long, dark corridor behind the fireplace. Dad, where'd you go? But the fireplace slides back shut. (laughs) Okay, seriously, Dad, where are you? Now Obi is all alone, a slight wind the only sound. Seriously, Dad? Huh? Come on? Where are you? Obi, what's going on? Listen, I don't really have time to explain it all right now. <laughs> all I can tell you- <laughs> no. Oh, not now. Whoa. Hey, cutie. Who is that? <laughs> Suddenly before him, Gina appears. She looks determined. She looks ready. Like Obi has no chance of escaping her desires. Listen, I, I gotta go. Are you with another girl right now? What? of course not. I'm, I'm with the guys. <laughs> Behind him, Tina appears, unzipping <laughs> his pants. Uh? <laughs> right,
1: one of the guys just unzipped your pants. So,
0: uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're going swimming. Mm, I could go for a dip. <laughs> I heard that. Obi, you're a pig. We're through. No, wait, I, I... But before Obi can say another word, Gina plants a big kiss on his lips. Meanwhile, Tina slides oh, slowly this. down the front of Obie's pants oh, and starts yeah, you, to... Oh, I remember this. Oh, oh. Meanwhile, mm. Betty and Dennis, now fully disrobed and mounted on Dennis's bike, are locked in a passionate dance of love. And Ed, like a rat in a wheel, runs for his life down a long, dark corridor booby trap to kill anyone who enters. Run as you might head.
1: The arrows firing at you, the flame-shooters, the knives, the ravenous little demon creatures. You're not leading this house alive!
0: This episode was written by Richard Pierce, produced and directed by Michael Wormser, audio engineer Austin Olivia Kendrick, editorial consultant John Ross, with original music by Christopher Raymond. Starring Patrick O'Sullivan, Annie Milligan, Mark Heron, Charlie Battaglia, Robert Fleet, Melody Ping, Nicola Costa, Mia Passarella, and narrated by Ben Van Diepen.
1: Episode 4, available now.